drink and dance all night. Now let's talk of diapers and pacifiers and our pants are feeling tight. Bottle service with BKP. Bottle service with BKP. Hi, everyone. Welcome to week 32 of pregnancy. I'm your host, Sarah Merrill Hall. I'm the personality behind the Instagram blog and podcast called Big Kid Problems. And I'm also currently 32 weeks pregnant. Welcome to the show, guys. All right, we are 32 weeks down, only eight more weeks to go. If you think about it, that's actually still like two full months of this shit. But hey, we're freaking getting there, you know? We're 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 in the home stretch, guys. I think I've been saying that every week for like the last month, but we are getting there. Um okay, we have actually a lot to talk about this week. So for starters, at week 32, many of us will have an OB appointment this week. Um I had mine a couple of days ago, actually, it's a pretty standard appointment. At least mine was um, nothing, you know, really crazy. No crazy testing this week. Uh, just a ca- kind of a casual check in. I actually have been experiencing a little bit of an issue that I talked to my doctor about this week, where like I've kind of felt a couple times like I'm gonna pass out. And I mentioned that to my doctor. She said um, that's actually pretty common and that it could be that I'm not getting enough electrolytes or that it could be like a blood sugar issue. So her advice was just to kind of take, um, start drinking more Gatorade, getting more electrolytes that way. And she's like, we can also blood test you and see if you have like anemia. And I'm like, oh, I'll drink the Gatorade. That's fine. <laughs> so I actually, I, for, I foregoed that blood test. And since then my whole family is like, why didn't you just get the blood test and see? But you guys, if you've been listening to the show, know how I feel about those blood tests. So I'm going to see if the Gatorade helps this week. Um, I also got some liquid IVs because I think that has like slightly less sugar. Uh, and we'll see if that helps. But yeah, if you're experiencing that too, that could be the problem. So just something to keep in mind. Yeah. So week 32 appointment, pretty standard. What's different about the OB appointments is uh, at this stage, you'll probably start going every other week instead of once a month. So now our appointments are going to start increasing, you know, starting at week 32. So I actually, because I got in late with my doctor, I don't see her again for another three weeks, but then I start going in every week after that. So depending on your doctor, you might be going every other week. You might start going every week soon, but that's one of the big changes there. All right. Around this time, it's also recommended to start taking birth classes. So you can look these up. A lot of places have them locally. You can check in with your hospital. That's what our doctor told us to do is like our hospital offers birthing classes. But what's annoying, and I've mentioned this before, but uh, I just think we're kind of like getting the short end of the stick here being in like a a pandemic (laughs) because all of those classes are digital now. And I'm like, I just, I don't know. I'm not super motivated to try our hospital's digital courses. I think there's other digital courses out there that I've been looking into. Brandon and I might do Tiny Hood, I think there's a couple others out there, but I've been looking at that one. And then also we hired a doula. So we actually we actually had our doula, 
our first doula appointment this week. And that's kind of the same thing. I mean, they're, they're basically like coaching you, training you for birth. So I even asked her, I was like, do we need to do you and also those online courses from the hospital? She's like, no, I'm pretty much going to tell you everything that they're going to tell you. But anyway, so we had that, that first appointment with our doula and holy fuck guys, (laughs) we learned, I learned a lot about birth this week. If you have started those training courses, if you haven't yet, I'm here to tell you, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna learn some stuff. You're gonna learn some things that are a little, a little scary, but I mean, it's really good to know. I mean, our doula basically like walked us through birth from like the, uh, you know, initial symptoms that you might feel like how to know if you're going into labor, when to go into the hospital, what happens, you know, like where to park at the hospital, what to do with check-in, what's going to happen the second you check in. Like there's, there's so much, but she went into detail with every single stage of what to expect with delivery. Uh, when we got to the point of like talking about, (laughs) talking about actual like birth and, you know, vaginal delivery versus C-section delivery. I actually cried, (laughs) which was embarrassing. My doula was like, um, are you okay? I'm like, I I just, I, I guess, I don't know. And, uh, Brandon was kind of laughing at me because he's like, oh God, I can just tell he, he knows he's like, I can just tell what kind of person you're going to be in that delivery room. And it's we're 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 gonna be in it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, for sure. I am not gonna be an easy an easy one in there. I just I just know me, and that's exactly why I got a doula because I'm like I am gonna need all the extra help and support I can. I'm freaking terrified. But anyway, um, so we learned a lot. I mean, there's a lot to cover here. One thing I wanted to talk about this week specifically was the symptoms of like knowing when you're going into labor, because this is something you want to learn around this stage of pregnancy in case you're going into preterm labor, which is, which happens, you know, that's and preterm labor is basically any labor that takes place before 37 weeks. And it can, you know, people, it happens. I've had friends go into labor at 30 weeks, at 31 weeks, at 32 weeks. So I think it's important to know some of the things to look out for, so that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna chat about today, real quick. So some big things to look out for, you know. Obviously, we've all been experiencing Braxton Hicks contractions, or you you probably have been experiencing Braxton Hicks contractions. I this whole time like didn't know if I was or not because I think I thought these contractions would feel differently than how they actually feel. Like, I think I expected like a contraction, like kind of like a pulsating pain. I thought it would feel like more like period cramps and, and I would feel it in the area of my body where period cramps are, which is like, you know, usually down in your pelvis area. But something I realized this week is like our uterus has moved so high up. Like I've been getting these like, I guess, contractions. It's just like, it feels like a tightening around my torso, which is pretty high up on my body now. And that is Braxton Hicks contractions. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure like, I'll, and it's not like a pulsating feeling. It's more of just like, you know, maybe 10 to 15 seconds of like feeling like my, my 
stomach is really, really tight. And I didn't know, but yeah, apparently that's like, that's pretty much what they are. So one thing to know if you are experiencing these is to, to kind of start timing them out. Like if you're experiencing them for like longer periods of time, like if they're happening more regularly and at closer intervals. So especially if you're going through these, these contractions for like an hour, that's, you definitely want to call your doctor if you have any question there, because it could actually be that you're going into labor. And those contractions, also another telltale sign, if it is actual labor contractions, is if they, you know, get stronger over time and they don't ease up even when you change positions. So some other signs, uh, you know, the one that we all see in movies is that your water may break. And one of the things our doula was telling us is, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't happen like it does in movies. Like you might actually just feel like you kind of peed yourself, which at this stage in pregnancy kind of happens. Like I pee myself a little bit every time I sneeze at this point, but it's, it's, it's different in that it might be, you know, like the volume of liquid might be more, or it could start trickling out. Like you don't know. So, um, one of the pieces of advice she gave us is if, you know, you expect this, well, one, use your senses. Like if you're, if it is your water breaking, it should have like this earthy smell to it, which kind of sounds gross. And look at the color of it. Uh, it might have a clear or pinkish tinge, but if it has like a darker tinge, like a brown or even like a green, that is a sign to definitely call your doctor. Cause this could be a sign that meconium or your baby's first stool is present, which can be dangerous. Those are just things to look out for. Um, she also said, to put like a maxi pad in your underwear if, if this happens. And if it continues to get wet, that could definitely be a sign that it, that it was your water breaking as well. Cause it'll, it'll continue. It's not just like one flush out, like it'll actually continue to drain out, which is a fun visual. Another sign of going into labor is the bloody show. <laughs> and what a name, honestly, whoever, like we need a, we need a whole rebrand of basically everything that goes in on birth. But the bloody show is basically the loss of your mucus plug. And your mucus plug is that cork kind of sealing off your uterus from the outside world. It can come out in one large piece and it'll kind of like look similar to the mucus in your nose, or it could be lots of little pieces. Um, and you might not get a glimpse of it at all. And some women don't even actually lose it before delivery, but it's just one of those things to look out for. So those are some big signs. Uh, obviously, if you're experiencing any of these, you want to call your doctor, you want to double check, and you could have false alarms, you know, like y you never know. So it's just something you want to um, definitely just be conscious of if because you can go into preterm labor, you know, every week that we get closer to birth, it, it could be, it could happen, you know? So some other signs that labor is near but hasn't started yet is that your baby drops. I think we talked about this last week. As you get closer to birth, your baby will drop down into your cervix in preparation for birth. And uh, you should, it, it should be, you know, you'll be able to see it visually. And also you might actually feel some relief because your lungs and organs will have a little bit more room to breathe in there. So that's a sign that labor is coming. Your cervix will begin to dilate, which means open up and efface, efface, I think it's a face, which means it starts thinning out. So you might not be able to tell if either of these things are happening, but that's kind of why you start going into your OB much more frequently at this time. Um, 
starting this week because your OB will check you weekly for both of those to see if your cervix has opened at all or if you're effacing. So that's, that's one thing. And actually one of my girlfriends, one of my, one of my best friends just gave birth two days ago and she had been dilated for like a week and a half. Like she had like two set, she was like two centimeters dilated for like over a week, which I didn't know. I thought like once you started dilating, you like immediately went to the hospital. And we learned that from the doula this week too. That's not actually the case because everybody delivers differently. It could take a long time. It could take a short time. But one of the weirdest things that she told us and that, that I kind of freaked me out is that like you don't go to the hospital until you're in active labor. An active labor is like when you're having contractions that are like three to five minutes apart. So you could be like, you could be like starting to experience early labor and it could be hours. It could be days before you actually go to the hospital, which I didn't really realize. And I I thought that that kind of freaked me out. And I can only imagine I'm probably going to be one of those people who like the second I have any signs, like I'm going to want to rush to the hospital. But yeah, you don't do that. Apparently you wait until you're like in active labor. So um, yeah, like I said, if you think you might be in labor, but aren't sure, get on the freaking phone. Your provider can explain what's going on. They're probably going to ask you a series of questions to get a better understanding of like exactly where you are. One of the tips here is to not feel embarrassed or worry about, about calling outside of office hours, which like I've oddly I've oddly been like, ever since I switched doctors, I feel like I'm like walking on eggshells a little bit. Like I want her to like me. I want like our experience to be better than what I had with my last doctor. So I like don't want to bring issues up to her, but you have to. And this is their job. Like your practitioner knows this is what comes with the territory. And there's actually a couple of things that a couple signs to look out for that if you experience any of these, you should definitely call your doctor or midwife right away. And that is if you experience any bleeding or bright red discharge uh, at this stage, if your water breaks, like we mentioned, you know, especially if you see that sign of meconium, which is the brown or green like tint to that liquid that comes out that, you know, you want to make sure you call your doctor And if you experience blurred or double vision, a severe headache, or any sudden swelling, because these can all be symptoms of preeclampsia, which uh, is characterized by pregnancy-induced high blood pressure and requires medical attention. So those are the three big ones to look out for if you experience any of those. Call your doc right away. This podcast is brought to you by Parallel, the first and only OBGYN-founded prenatal vitamin with targeted nutrients for each stage of motherhood. We all know it's important to take a prenatal vitamin throughout pregnancy, but Parallel takes it a step further by bundling together all the daily vitamins a woman needs into one simple packet based on where she is in her pregnancy. Right now, we are in the third trimester, and Parallel's third trimester pack helps prepare your body for birth while supporting your baby's rapid growth with a mix of probiotics, additional calcium and magnesium, added omegas, and of course, that full-spectrum prenatal vitamin. So wherever you are in your pregnancy journey, check out ParallelHealth.com. They are offering a special 20% discount just for our listeners with code BIGKID20. Again, that's ParallelHealth.com and use that code BIGKID20 for 20% off. All right, let's get into some 
classic symptoms at week 32. So heartburn and contractions tend to get more noticeable around week 32. Fun times. Yeah, I mean, I like I said, I didn't know if what I was having is Braxton Hicks contractions. I'm pretty sure it is. Actually, I'm like almost positive it is now. But yeah, I've been experiencing them a lot more frequently that that tightening feeling and um yeah your body's just getting ready to deliver so that's that's perfectly normal uh another symptom is that your nipples will start to really darken at this stage and one theory is that baby can see them better which is kind of wild if you think about it like our the way that our bodies are just designed is like you know so on point because that's like a great design feature. You know, it makes sense. You're about, your baby can see it if they're darker. Mine have definitely gotten darker over the last few weeks. I don't love it. <laughs> We've already, if you've been listening to this podcast, I've already had a full-on mel- mental breakdown about the look of my nipples. So at this point, I'm kind of just like, eh, you know, par for the course. They're definitely getting bigger. They're getting darker. It's just like I've already, I've already, I've already shed my tears for that you know so we're we're there I kind of I feel like a I felt that a lot with my body changes recently I think in the beginning of pregnancy I took them a lot harder than I am now like my belly button popped a couple weeks ago I didn't even mention it on this podcast I was just kind of like eh okay (laughs) whereas I thought I thought when that happened that I would have like another breakdown because I you know like my cute little any belly button and was scared of what it would look like. It's just all, you know, water off the back at this stage. Like, I feel like I just look like an alien. Like it's not even, I'm, I'm just like disassociating from my own body at this stage. Don't know if that's good or not, but you know, I I've accepted that there's just crazy, there's just crazy body changes and I'm kind of just rolling with it at this stage. Another symptom you may be facing is obviously your uterus is growing bigger by the week. So don't be surprised if you actually develop less of an appetite now. Your stomach is a little bit more crowded in there. I kind of feel this way. They say to just eat smaller meals throughout the day because you still need to eat. But yeah, I have not been able to like finish my plate of food, which like if you know me, I am I am like a a plate cleaner. (laughs) I always have been. But yeah, just don't have the ability to do that right now. Another symptom is waddling. You may have you may have hit this now. It might be coming in a few weeks, or you may have already been waddling for a few weeks. But it's definitely like Brandon's been laughing at me because I've definitely been waddling a little bit more. It's just you know your big ass belly is sitting on your hips, and it's a little bit everything's a little bit more uncomfortable to do. But walking, like you might like develop a wider stance in your walk and it it looks like a waddle. So I've definitely been doing that. I notice I don't do it all the time. It's more like by the end of the day I'm waddling. So I thought that was interesting. So the last symptom we'll talk about, and this is actually another one that is a sign that labor is coming. It's not like imminent, but that you're getting closer to labor is the nesting instinct. So some moms get a burst of energy, which is also known as the nesting instinct, as their baby's birth is becoming uh, closer. And that's like, it's like you get like this compelling urge to clean and organize everything in sight. I don't think I've hit this yet because I'm still just too tired to do anything. Like 
even like putting my dishes in the dishwasher is like an exhausting feat. But I have noticed, or at least I haven't really noticed, but Brandon has noticed that I've been on his ass to get our house organized recently, which I mean, for us, this is going to be like a unique to me problem, but we just moved into our house like a month ago. So like our house is in disarray, you know, like we don't have, we don't have a lot of shit. Like we're working with like five spoons in our, in our drawer. Like we do not have the baby's room set up. There's still, we don't have our room set up. There's still like a lot of work that needs to be done. And I am starting to get like the sense of urgency of like, okay, like I want, I want these things to be done by the time baby gets here. But I don't think I've gotten like the full burst of energy that comes with it yet. I'm hoping that I get it. I mean, that would be great if I could actually like be a useful human um, before birth because I have not been very useful these last, I don't know, few months. Anyway, let's talk about what's happening with baby at week 32. So at this stage, baby is as big as a squash this week, about 16.7 inches long and weighing in at about 3.8 pounds. They're almost at that four pound mark, which is wild. All your baby's major organs are fully developed now, except for the lungs. So even if you gave birth this week, your little one would probably do just fine, which isn't that so relieving to hear? I love hearing that. If your baby hasn't done this already, they are starting to move down to a head down position in preparation for their little trip down the birth canal. I did ask my doctor when I went in for my appointment, I, you know, mentioned that the last time I had gotten a sonogram that, you know, they told me that the baby was breech. We didn't do a whole like sonogram check, but she did like feel with her hands around my belly. And she's like, I think he's down. She's like, I, I would, I would assume by the way, like he feels that he's head down right now, but at your next appointment, we'll like double check. So that was refreshing to hear. Cause I was a little worried when I heard that he was breech because that, you know, if your baby is breech by the time you go into labor, you most likely will probably have to have a C-section, which like I've mentioned, I'm terrified of. And we talked a little bit about it, but between now and week 34, your baby will most likely drop from the top near your ribs to down near your pelvis. But I mean, that's not everybody. Some babies actually don't drop until you are in labor, but I'm actually excited. I'm I'm kind of hoping that the baby does drop because like I said, it will create a little bit of relief for your internal organs and lungs to have a little bit more space to breathe, which this whole pregnancy I've been like, oh my God, I can't wait for that moment. So yeah, those are the big things happening with baby right now. All right, finally, I'm looking at the time. Let's get some tips and to do's in for this week before we wrap things up. Okay, so one of the big tips I wanted to share this week because I wish I just knew this a couple weeks ago or even like a couple months ago, to be honest. But like, I feel like I fucked up in terms of booking my maternity shoot because apparently the like ideal time to take your maternity photos is between week 30 and 32. And I'm not getting mine done, I don't think, for like another two weeks. So I'll be I'll be at 34 34, almost 35 weeks at that stage. And I think it's partially because of that belly dropping. I I don't know. I feel like I've already passed my peak belly cuteness phase and I'm bummed that I didn't get pictures during that time. So if you can try and squeeze in some, some maternity shots, you know, before week 32, if you can, or at week 32, 
some other like legit tips for this week are to tell your insurance that there's a new addition on the way. This is, you know, something you want to let them know. You want to double check that your hospital is covered by your insurance. I've put this on Brandon's to-do list for like three weeks. I don't think he's done it yet. So I'm using this podcast as a way to passive aggressively remind him that he needs to call our insurance company and double check. Another tip is to figure out how to install a car seat. Like we said, they can always come a little early. So you want to have like your car seat installed and ready to go in case that happens. I actually just ordered my my little stroller car seat combo. So I haven't gotten them yet. But yeah, once we get them, we're going to install them. I've actually gotten quite a few questions about like which, you know, stroller am I getting? Which car seat am I getting? That seems to be like too pretty big purchase decisions that you make. And I just like asked my friends, you know, their, their honest feedback, their honest, um, suggestions. And I went with the up a baby cause I had a couple friends that have it who absolutely swear by it. So I got their stroller and car seat combo. Cause it's just easy when they match and you can like, they go together, you, you know, you clip the car seat into the car or you can take it out and put it directly into the stroller, which is nice and convenient. Again, I pretty much just copy my friends and all things when it comes to this baby stuff. But yeah, uh, that's why I went with them. And I'm sure there's other great options out there, but that's what I'm going with. And then my last tip or to do for this week. Oh my God, you guys, I got a prenatal massage this week. That was so incredible because it also had cupping with it. So my tip is to find somebody anybody who does like body work in your area and asked to get cupped like prenatal cupping. Ugh, I can't even explain it. It was such a relief on my back. Like I, I, we just have so much tension in our back, especially our lower back. She cupped like my lower back and then also went like behind my hips and on my like glutes area. And I almost damn near cried. Like the relief was just amazing. It felt so good. We have so much pressure and tension in that area, especially in the back of our hips. So it was incredible. Highly recommend if you can find anybody in your area that does that, book with them ASAP. All right. And that is it for week 32, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to hit those five stars on iTunes. Maybe share it with a friend, share it on your social channels, post it on your Instagram stories. You know, we need all the help we can get around here. Um, Leave a review if you're feeling generous. That is always really, really helpful too. You can connect with me over on social at Big Kid Problems or on my personal Instagram, Sarah Merrill underscore Hall. In the meantime, I'll see you back here next week for week 33 updates. Until then, thanks for bumping along with me.